Oklahoma with a runaway win here at home. Under a half minute left, they lead by 14. Most points scored for the Sooners since that win over Alabama. And for Kansas State, this matches their largest margin of defeat this season. Victory! Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! <laughs> <laughs> and they stay there! And they stay there! And they stay there! Big win for the Sooners. What, they dropped seven straight before pulling that one off? Well, seven uh, out of their last eight they had lost. Seven out of their but it last felt eight. like they had lost seven yeah. straight going into tonight. Yeah, um, much needed and... They separated in the second half and didn't let off the gas. Ended up winning the thing 79-65. Huge effort from Sherfield. He poured in 22. Uh, Tanner Groves, another really nice night. He had 16, was two of three from three. Um, you know, grabbed some uh, some rebounds in there as well. Um, you know, I he he's been getting he's been getting hammered by some fans out there, but you know. I think he's playing out of position. He's being asked to do something that he's not really capable of doing. That's not really his for for forte. But he's, but it's um, also who else do you want in there? That's it. I There's, mean that that's currently on the roster right now. I I mean maybe you can offer up someone, but that's not a it's not a long term answer. At least not right now. No, and you know you just don't you didn't get much from the bench last night, which. <laughs> Four of your five starters were in double digits, which well, I'll is I'll take that. I'll take my which chances is huge. Um, you know, Bama still played a little bit. He only played nine minutes, had two points, but uh, the other Groves brother continues to have a cold streak from three. He was zero for three from three, but you had you had ten bench points there from from the entire group. Text line OU basketball is a lot like my middle school dating history: a lot of strikeouts and a couple of ugly wins. <laughs> It's a good it's a funny text but the wins haven't been ugly though that's the I thing. Know. Like when they get a win, buddy, they get they go all they get tens on the win. They're pulling some tens. It's like somehow out of nowhere you hit it out of the park randomly. So um, where where's everyone at right now with this OU Hoops team? Oh, you, I don't know. Are you back to being optimistic? Are you um like the grounds crew in major league saying, "Oh, they still suck." Or like, where, where are you at right now after last night's win? Still not a believer, optimistic, never left. Just kind of um, interesting to see where everyone's at. Probably a mixture of all, all of those. I don't think there's a. I don't think a whole lot has changed. We've we've seen that they are capable of this type of play whenever the stars align. Right? We saw them beat the number two team in the country at the time, Alabama. Um, we've seen them play really well in some different um, you know different matchups, but it is. Uh, it's still such a daunting schedule that it's hard to look at it with a whole lot of positivity. Um, I think if the stars align and they're hot, they can play with anyone, perhaps beat anyone when if they're – I mean, I guess you have to say now they could – if they're hot, they can beat anyone in the country. It's probably got to be at home, but yeah. Right. I, 
I don't know. I if they've got to win four out of their next five to make the tournament, I would say they don't make the tournament. Yeah. I don't think they're going to win four out of their no, next five. I, I I don't think so either. I think if they win two out of their next five, that would be. And it's not just this team, but if they won two out of their next five, I think that that would be pretty impressive, considering like where they are right now and what the schedule is looking like because it is absolutely brutal and it's not an easy task you know you've got you've got tech like if they just won their next two home games tech and TCU i think that would be that'd be pretty good yeah no it would be great they should beat tech at home i know tech's starting to play maybe a little bit better but that's a game that I, I think you should win, but that TCU game is going to be that, – that Tech game's not easy, but that, that, that would be two nice wins to close out the regular season. The problem is yeah. I still don't think it gets you anywhere close to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, Tech is – their last five games, they beat Iowa State in overtime. They lost at Baylor big. They lost at Oklahoma State by three. They beat K-State big, and they beat Texas uh, – Pretty handily. Yeah. Text Pretty line good. from the 918, the refs were letting them play hard. Bijan elbowed Knowles all the way to the rim and scored. Nice. Uh, Jay and Tulsa, my only interest in OU basketball as of last night's win is, did it have any effect on OU football recruiting? Absolutely. Huge Cruton win uh, over Kansas State. As an immature 60-year-old, is calling the Texas quarterback room man Ewers hilarious? <laughs> Ask him if you're an immature sixty year old. Uh yeah. Not not here. You're not immature here, I promise you that. Right. That's just kind of where does the man come from? Manning? Yeah, duh. Manures? Manures. Okay. I put it together. It took me a minute. With yeah. the men's basketball, they still leave me dazed and confused. Dallas Bill. Okay, so obviously we haven't changed anybody's mind from last night. I guess you're right about that. Dazed and confused. It, maybe that was just the edibles, not the actual basketball uh, game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did a Twitter uh, question earlier at KREF Sports. Go follow us there. Yeah. I'm going to read about mm, 10 to 15 responses. See if you can identify which is the most read SEC team. Okay. OU fans, if you had the power to schedule the very first SEC home game for the Sooners, who would the opponent be? Uh, Alabama, South Carolina, LSU, South Carolina, A&M, Bama, A&M, A&M, LSU or Florida, Oklahoma State, oh oh wait, (laughs) Georgia, Georgia, A&M, LSU, Arkansas, Tennessee, Tennessee, Mississippi State or Kentucky, LSU, Tennessee, Florida. Did you get all that? Yeah, it's Texas A&M. By a slim margin? By a slim margin. Followed by, I think, Alabama and Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And Oklahoma State made it in there too somehow. That was pretty funny. (laughs) Oklahoma State – oh, wait. I think that's right. Just what I think is good – and this is what's exciting about going to the SEC is you almost hit every team in the SEC, it felt like, right? There's a bunch of, of different teams that people want to see, mm-hmm. and that's encouraging because you're going to – that's – in any one schedule, you could have two or maybe three teams from that list coming to town. That's what's fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, even your uh, lower-rung SEC games are probably going to be an opponent that's never played in Norman before. And as a fan base that's very big college football fans, there's there's some exciting elements to that for sure. Well, I think one of the interesting things is, you know, kind of similar to the Big 12, like whenever you forecast it, like who was one of your lower-rung teams in the in the SEC last year? Well, someone may say, well, how about Mississippi State? Mississippi State was finished number 20 in the rankings, 9-4 and four season, solid, right? I mean, a lot of the lower-rung teams are either big names that are trying to get it right back on the tracks, which still, like Florida, for example, was a 6-7 and seven team last year. If Florida came to town, that would be a huge draw. Yeah, uh, Here's A&M's schedule from 2012 because we're about to go through something that they went through in 2012. Right. A little different because that was east and west then, and that's not going to be the case. But you still get the idea. A- think of where A&M, like what they had with the Big 12 schedule and what they immediately had in the SEC. Florida at home was their first ever game. Boom, right out of the chute. They right. get Florida there. They get Arkansas at home, at Ole Miss, LSU at home, at Auburn, at Mississippi State, at Alabama, and then Missouri. Think about that, dude. Dang. That's great. And then they played Oklahoma that year, too. Yes. But their home schedule that year, Florida, Arkansas, LSU, and Missouri in the SEC. All right. Well, here's Missouri's. 2012 schedule um georgia at home at south carolina vanderbilt at home alabama at home kentucky at home at florida at tennessee then syracuse and then at texas a&m so their home schedule first year in the sec was georgia vanderbilt alabama kentucky Road schedule was South Carolina, Florida, Tennessee, A&M. Yeah. Amazing schedule. Not bad. What did I say for uh, A&M again? It was Florida, Arkansas, LSU, and Missouri for their home SEC games. Yeah. Previously, the year before that, they had OSU, Baylor, Missouri, and Kansas. (laughs) And then they go to Florida, Arkansas, LSU, and Missouri in one year. Perfectly encapsulated right there. Let's see what. Uh, oh, I guess they also had Texas uh, in the in their Big Twelve home schedule that okay. year. Okay, but um, Missouri in 2011 had home games of Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Texas, Tech, and Kansas. Jeez. <laughs> so they had Kansas, Tech, Iowa State. Oklahoma State, and then they did get the uh, the yeah, home game against Texas. A little bit different, I would say. Which they won seventeen to five. So, like those schedules are just—is there? I I think I know the answer to this, but I guess I have to ask it anyways. Is is do these schedules just appear so much better because we're so used to the same old names? Well, I mean, yes, but go continue. Oh, I mean, that's that's really it, and I, I think the answer is yes, but also they're just they're just better. You have, I, I'm just looking at Missouri in 2011. They had the home game against Texas. Outside of that, between Kansas 
Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. Like, what's the biggest fan base? Well, and that's the thing. Like, I think here's the difference is you go from hoping, hoping that you can get one big home game a year to now expecting at least two, maybe even three to four big home games a year. I think that's the difference. And by the way, the one big game that we normally hope for doesn't really happen all that often now, does it? Now you are expecting at least two big home games every single year. That's right. It's just a lot more fun, man. I, it just It's a lot more fun. It's a lot more competitive. And it's just, I don't know. It, it, it benefits everyone. Yeah. You know, one of the... I'm just the OU Texas game. I mean, there's a ton of benefit from it, obviously, but it also is really hard on us as far as home games, you know, and like because because you're every other year you're robbed of your your what would be your biggest home game, and most teams there's a very small handful of them out there that have something similar, but most teams like every other year you get a big. You get a big push because your big time rival, your other name brand, is going to be coming to your house. Which you know everyone circles and hey, let's go into town for that game. Let's let's put on a big tailgate. Let's, you know whatever it might be. And we're just we're kind of robbed of that every year, which puts us at somewhat of a disadvantage. Can we address the obvious? Asked the four hundred five. How much will SEC home games improve our tailgating, stadium atmosphere, and whole game attendance? Uh, to put it in one word, significantly. All three. I think it's – now, they're not all created equal. When you're hosting uh, Kentucky, it's going to be different than when you're hosting Alabama. But it's still going to be a whole new world, I believe. I, I guess I could be wrong about that, but I think it's going to be – so much different, so much excitement. Just think of the home games that we've had. Think about what it's like that that home game against Ohio State. Well, that's what I was about to say. Is let's let's think back to the past twenty five years, and let's think about the biggest home games that have been here. Um, Nebraska. I mean, that was that was a whole big thing in itself. But there were a ton of Nebraska fans here, right? But your other big home games have been Ohio State. What did they do? Rent out the LNC for a pep rally? Isn't that what they did? People still talk about Alabama and all of their RVs that were in the LNC parking lot. I mean, your biggest home games the past 25 years have been out-of-conference big-time programs, and they brought like a memorable size fan base to Norman. So that's which, how you know, different it'll be. And I think there's some of that which in a non-conference game is there's some novelty there, right? Because, oh my gosh, we play Oklahoma in 2035. We've got to go on that road trip. It's a little bit different whenever you're in conference and you expect to have those matchups somewhat regularly. But, I mean, it's going to take us several years before we rotate through an entire SEC slate where there's going to be a new fan base that wants to come here for the first time. So I, I think it's... I think it's going to be great. New school advice from my granddad, says the 405. Find the toughest kid and punch him in the nose. Exactly Bama, right. That's who they want. Bama, punch him right in the nose. Yeah. A&M uh, was able to do that in 2012. Rolled out to their place and punched him in the nose. It's not really the best advice, though. You better be equipped for uh, Well, Here's fight. the thing. 
And I don't know that it necessarily relates. You don't, you don't want to go find the group of cool kids and start a rivalry with them. Like you, you want to be a part of that. And it's kind of the same thing in the SEC. Like you want to be a part of the haves, not the have-nots. Because there's definitely a group in the SEC that gets preferential treatment when it comes to scheduling. I, I'm not saying you go down and lose, but you want to be a part of that group. Yeah. What would you, uh, what would you rather have your first year? Punching the, uh, the biggest guy in the prison right in the nose. Would you rather get that win on your home field and it's the biggest and best home win you've had since the year 2000? Or would you rather do it at their place? Their home field, send the ultimate message. You get your biggest win you've had in your program in a while, but you do it on their home field compared to yours. Which one would you rather have? I'll steal a line from Rudy. No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. Teddy would rather win the game at Notre Dame Stadium is what it sounds like <laughs> to me. Neutral I'd rather side. win it at home. you got to win it at home, right? It, it's all it, – it's awesome to go on the road and and knock off a big team, right? That's that's something special. But when you do it at home, like, yes, you want to prove that you're a good team and you can go anywhere and beat anyone in the conference. But I'd also like to set the stage to say that it's all fun and games until you have to go on the road and play Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, I think – I think you you would rather defend your house against um, outsiders than you would go out on the road. But here's the here's the bottom line: Do we really care if we beat Georgia here or at their place? Let's just win the damn God, game. Look, I, I want to go in that league and the first big opponent win. It would be awesome. <laughs> what I don't want is to have that massive win and follow it up the next week with a loss to Missouri, just so those punks out there oh, say no it's a week to wake league out here <laughs> god please if you beat someone if you beat a giant in year one please follow it up with the win after that oh i would really like to rob something from nebraska like if, if you could host your big like your first home game against uh, whoever's top five whether it's alabama georgia whoever it is you just you tastefully whip their tail and just give them a, like a little golf clap on the way out of the stadium. <laughs> yeah, it was a good sure. try, guys. It was, it was nice of you to make the trip. It was fun. We've heard a lot about how good of a program you have, and it is. It's good. It, it looks like you guys are on the right right uh, run-up. Jay and Toll said, I'd rather do it at their place and punch them in their five-star crystal balls. <laughs> 405, you better punch him a little bit lower than his nose. Uh, this one, a 9-3 SEC team will get in a 12-team playoff, okay? Maybe. Uh, Tyler, I don't know, man. Our tailgating is so corporate. Everybody should go watch Teddy rant on the tailgating. <laughs> Nowadays, you think it will change that quickly? I do. I think that there's going to be – I think there's going to be big changes whenever it comes to the tailgating situation. And if there's not, there will be after year one. I would not be surprised – on and embarrassed. If – What's that called? The South Oval? What off of Lindsay? Uh, I think I think that's right. Yeah, is you know where the flowers and everything are right down the middle area. E, like just are you talking about just right behind the South End Zone? No, I'm talking. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yes, the university, yes, yes, not okay. the okay. stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I wouldn't be shocked if that entire area is opened up for tailgating. Hmm, sounds like someone knows something. I am just saying. Put your stakes down now. That's what I would do. I would go over there right now and put my stakes down and just camp out there until 2024. That's what I would do. Prime tailgating spots. Yep. Yep. I I think that that may be, may be something that you see. All right. Quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. You'll feel good about Landers. How good? Huge Silverado selection good. And our best deals every day good. Like up to $6,500 off MSRP on select 2022 Silverados with a 2.7 liter engine. And $2,500 off MSRP on the new 2023 Malibu. So let us show you just how good your experience can be at Landers Chevrolet of Norman and LandersChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. For well-qualified buyers, WAC. My name is Dee, and I dream big. I need a good job to get what I want, so I signed up for DRS Transition. Are you a teen with a disability? Get free career counseling. Work experience. And a paycheck. DRS Transition helped us get ready for life. Dream big. Dream big. Contact Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services, 800-487-4042, or okdrs.gov. You're simply the best. Riverwind is the best place to play this February. With all of your favorite games and the best service. Plus our $75,000 Love to Getaway giveaway. Earn entries for your chance to win cash, prizes, and travel vouchers. And five times entries on Thursdays and Sundays with drawings on the 11th and 25th. So if you want to get away, it's time to come to Riverwind. You're simply the best. full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up Hey everyone, TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. And when you're looking for the best liquor store in town where you can get professional advice, then go see Kathy and her staff. They also have great specials this February on Glenlivet 12-Year Scotch, Bailey's Irish Cream, Oklahoma Crown Club 7-Year Whiskey, and much more. It's important to shop local, so head over to Joe's. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 on Sunday. Follow their Facebook page for the latest information, and you can call ahead for your order, 364-9262. This is Peggy Doviak, and I opened DM Wealth Management because of a horrible experience that my mother had with a stockbroker. I wanted to give people an alternative, a place they could go to understand their money, to know why investment decisions were made the way they were, and to create a financial plan that would help them meet their goals. Most of all, I wanted to help them plan their prosperity. Call me at 405-329-8884 or dmwealth.com. 
Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. At VA, veterans receive world-class health care and are treated with respect and dignity. Women veterans receive specialized care for their unique needs. Veterans with PTSD experience life-saving therapies. Paralyzed veterans access new technologies to improve mobility. Whole health is changing primary and specialty care at VA. For the care, respect, and compassion veterans deserve, choose VA. Visit choose.va.gov. Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour of The Rush. ESPN had their ceiling and floors for all top 25 teams plus OU. I say plus OU because they don't have OU as a preseason top 25 team, but they uh, still decided to put OU in the article. Let me get to a few texts first. Uh, this text from the 405 says, way overrating the SEC home effect, JMO. Besides, if you don't win most of those games, what does it matter? Huh. Uh, well, that is a good point. If you don't win most of those games, what does it matter? Um, here's the here's the first of all. Here's the thing: every single home game you have in the SEC is not going to be Alabama, Georgia, or Tennessee, right? There's going to be the majority of your games will not be those teams, but usually you'll have at least one big one a year and the rest of your schedule is going to be really solid. They won't be Alabama and Georgia, but they'll be bigger than Kansas, Iowa State, Texas Tech, TCU, Baylor, and everyone else that you play in this current conference. I guess there is a chance that we are overplaying the the home reaction I don't think so. to what those games are, are going to be. I but don't think so. I don't know, man. I just – I don't think 11 a.m. West Virginia or Baylor or anyone for that matter is going to create the punch that a lot of these other schools is going to bring. And I guess I could be proven wrong. I mean, I'll leave it open. I I don't think we're overrating it at all. Teddy Keg stands on South Oval when we go to the SEC. Okay. That would be awesome if we could open up like, SEC play with Teddy doing a keg stand. Is that an invitation? Like, what exactly is that? Um, but, oh, I yeah. think there will be keg stands in the South Oval. I sure. think it's more of an invitation. Yeah. I don't know. I. Hell, he still got it. Look at him. What are the chances that we are – that we're overselling it? Very small. Very slim. Especially immediately. Like, maybe – Ten years down the road, you might have a thought of that. I still don't think that's going to be the case, but immediately, no one's going to have the thought of that because of all the excitement and just how different it is around here. Ask a ask A and M if it's overhyped. Ask them. I bet they'll say no to it. Well, I don't know. I I just I I guess that 
I feel like there there is such a such pent up demand for better football games, and to not have them all be kicked off at eleven a.m. and I guess maybe there's a chance I'm overselling it, but I think it's more likely that the texture's underselling it. Yeah. Uh, one more text here before we move on. We need, and this is a great point. We need to assert our dominance in Nashville against Vanderbilt with country singers. Use Toby Keith as a weapon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Can we use anybody else as a weapon for country singers that have OU ties? Here's, here's the thing about Nashville, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like, there's probably more country singers from Oklahoma than there are from Nashville. Oh, I I would I think yeah. Nashville's just where you go. It's I like think so. It's like you go to L.A. to cut a rock album or to to make a movie. You go to Nashville to make a country music album, but that doesn't mean that all the singers are from there. I guess a lot of people have moved back there because it is a highly desirable area. But I think you're probably you're probably right about that. But I also have way more knowledge of the country artists from Oklahoma than I do from Tennessee and Nashville. Uh, OU, according to ESPN, next year, ceiling is eleven and one, floor is seven and five. Their odds of finishing eleven and one or better, which would mean twelve and zero or eleven and one, sixteen percent. Is that too high? Is that too low? Or is that dead on balls accurate? The percentage? The percentage chance of finishing 11-1 and or 12-0 and is 16%. I think it's too low, but that's just me. I, I, I don't know. I'll just tell you right now. If, if we can't go – if we, if we go 7-5 and five with this schedule – You're going to start thinking like Barry Switzer? If we go seven and five with this schedule, we have serious <laughs> I, issues. I agree, Tyler. Yes, I'm aware. You don't have to tell me. I'll be very worried. I don't care how they recruit the following cycle either, man. If they go seven and five with this, then oh boy. Yeah. If you go seven and five, then that means like you're going to have five losses that may be, let's say, Cincinnati, Texas. Oklahoma State, BYU, TCU. Which means you won't beat a good team. Like That's the thing. For the previous two years, not only you mounted a lot of losses, but you really haven't beaten a good football team either. Well, you might go 11-1 and one and not beat a well, good football that's, team. Well, we talked about that earlier. It's true. Now, I, 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 do, I do expect some like a team or two on this, on this list to – to end up being way better than than I expect. Who's that going to be? I don't know, but if we if we go 7 and 5 with this schedule. Well, I uh, said it on Friday and you weren't ready to jump quite as, you know, deep on this ledge as I was ready to, but this year was always going to be important after last year, but now that you're going to the SEC in 2024, this season is massive. You have got to have some uh some momentum going into that first year in the conference. If you go seven and five after a six and seven season with this schedule, then some attitudes are going to change around about going to that league next year. Well, I don't care if they change or not; it doesn't matter. You're going. Uh, you're either going to be going, looking like you're on a like a 
like the Kansas City Chiefs, I've been watching the championship parade. You're either going to go like that or you're going to go kicking and screaming. And I don't know. I just – I can't even – I can't even wrap my head around a seven and five schedule or a seven and five record with this schedule, but I can't look back at last year's, and I can see it. It's right here listed in front of me that it's six and seven, and I can't. Do you I keep refreshing it that. to make sure that that's like a different year and that's wrong? Just hit refresh. No way. Not six and Here's seven. Here's the thing, though. I I don't know. I just. I don't know what I. I'll just tell you right now, I won't be. A, I will not make it if we go seven and five. Oh, I think you being at the ref in twenty twenty four is totally contingent <laughs> on how the twenty twenty three football season. And I'm not kidding about that. I, I'm actually not kidding. I'm being dead serious. Unfortunately, I <laughs> as I sit here right now, that may be true. So like, if you enjoy Teddy one bit uh, on this station. You better be all bought in that OU wins 11 games in 2023. I've been waiting for so long for the move to the SEC, and I may not even be here for it. <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. It, I was about to say it can't be worse than last yeah, year. Yeah, let's not do that this offseason, please. Yeah. Let's not do that. Those five teams Teddy just listed could easily be losses with a shocked face emoji. No, no, they couldn't. They can't easily be losses. If we go lose to Cincinnati, that's not easily a loss. I'm sorry, you cannot convince me otherwise. There's no way with our program, with all the things that we have, that we should go and lose at Cincinnati. And I understand Cincinnati has... Recently made the college football playoff. I get it. That team is no longer there. All right. The, the players aren't is, there. The head coach isn't there. Yeah. The head that. coach isn't there. And I'm not saying that they're they're a terrible program, but I if that's what you honestly believe, and if there's a bunch of people that out there honestly believe that, maybe I don't know, maybe that's a good thing. But to me, it's like, oh my gosh. Just can't even imagine. Yeah. Uh, one more before we hit a break. Um, does going to the SEC mean we get to play Wofford in November? It would be funny if OU is uh, behind the scenes already scheduling their SOCON Saturday game in late November without knowing that the SEC is going to do away with that in a new nine-game schedule. OU has the uh, has the game against Wofford or South Alabama. NEO is going to be pissed. Yeah, no one else does. It's like, oh, okay, let's, we, we thought you did. Sorry. We've got a home-and-home home with uh, with NEO right now. We'll play one here and then one up in Miami. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. You'll feel good about Landers. How good? Huge Silverado selection good. And our best deals every day good. Like up to $6,500 off MSRP on select 2022 Silverados with a 2.7 liter engine. And $2,500 off MSRP on the new 2023 Malibu. So let us show you just how good your experience can be at Landers Chevrolet of Norman and LandersChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Must finance with GM Financial. For well-qualified buyers, WAC. 
Entrepreneurs and More Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, More Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. It's not a game of inches, it's a game of edges. And who has it? Pitcher or batter? Catcher or runner? Power or finesse? Bring it up and you can unhitch the wagon while you're at it. All the edges come together right here on your home for Oklahoma baseball. Catch the entire 2023 season right here on the Ref 1400 AM, 99.3 FM, and on the go on the KREF app. The home of Sooner fans and your flagship station for Sooner baseball. Don't miss your chance to catch the number one ranked Oklahoma Sooners softball team this spring. The Omni Hall of Fame Classic Tournament at USA Softball Hall of Fame Stadium in OKC will take place March 17th through the 19th. Tickets start at just $20 and are available now at Soonersports.com slash tickets. Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Parents, do you want your teen to be a safe driver? Enroll them today in Oklahoma's free online Work Zone Safe course for teen drivers at www.workzonesafe.com. Your teen will learn to be a safe driver in a work zone and be eligible to win scholarships, sports tickets, and more. Visit www.workzonesafe.com to learn more and enroll your teen today. Workzonesafe.com. We are the Carlstone, a 55-plus active living community in Norman, Oklahoma. Make new friends or reconnect with old ones. Start a brand new hobby or rediscover the things you've always loved. At the Carlstone, our professional and caring staff members have over 80 years of combined experience, and we strive to keep our members healthy and happy. Call or visit us online today and start living your best life at the Carlstone. Final hour of the rush. We're inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Keep those texts coming. We'll get to them uh, momentarily. 
405-651-3439 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Speaking of the text line, we've had a lot of texts today saying, hey guys, what's 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 going on? What, what's going on with these Seth Luttrell rumors that he's going to join OU in an off-the-staff role? I gave you the chance to break the story earlier. You did not because you didn't know. Uh, has anything changed as we are about 15 minutes from getting out of here today? Uh, Any other new information? I, I don't know. I Not that I know of. I I don't have any new information. Uh, I know those rumors are there. Um, I think it would be I think it'd be a great addition. Seth the Trills uh, got a ton of experience as an offensive coordinator. Obviously, as a head coach, I think um, his expertise would be would be welcomed for sure. I don't I don't have any information to add on whether or not it it is legit or will happen. I just but I you guys know. were boys back in the day growing up, right? Muskogee, Oklahoma, just a stone's throw from uh, from Fort Gibson. You guys, one of you guys have a dirt bike accident hanging out with one another. Yeah, he wrecked one of my uh, dirt bikes one time after mm. he had just had thumb surgery, just got out of the cast, then wrecked the dirt bike and mangled his thumb once again. <laughs> <laughs> Was he? Was he still in high school at Muskogee, yeah. or was he already at OU? He was still in high school. Man, yeah, it was. Uh, it was just hanging off, and like his thumb was just okay. Like that's crooked. Gross. Yeah, no thanks. I was like, "You all right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm all right." <laughs> <laughs> Tough as nails. Yeah, his career uh, worked out okay at OU. Talk about someone that um, the front end of his career. He saw some pretty tough moments, including a 69-7 loss in yeah. Lincoln, Nebraska, but. Boy, the back end of his career sure worked out well. No, it, it was it was it was a good career. He did a lot. Of, he was leader on that 2000 team for sure. Um, like I said earlier, you know, he won a national championship here. His dad played at Oklahoma. I'm pretty sure his dad won a national championship as well. I think he was on that 75 team. Um, you know, knows what it means. Uh, you know, to be a Sooner would you know would would represent the brand really really well. Yeah, and if if he is in an off the field role, that means more now than it ever has because well, there's always been this thought that well, off the field guys aren't supposed to be out there coaching, but it sounds like that's kind of been happening here recently. Well, I think uh, that's changed. Yeah, right? it, it, that's what I'm saying. It that position means more now than it has because those guys can actually be on the field coaching now. Yeah, I think so. I'm not. Totally familiar with all the rules. It's constantly changing. It's a nightmare to even keep up with all of that crap. But yeah, he. I, I think he'd be. It'd be nice to have him on staff for sure. Yeah, let's hope he. Let's hope he comes. I. I think uh, the more the merrier. And I mean, sometimes I think you can't have too many cooks in the kitchen. But I think uh, some good experience. On the offensive side, you know, whatever he could provide would be beneficial. I think uh, his name was being thrown around for the Miami OC job, so he had he had some irons in the fire. I mean, we'll we'll see if it happens. I I don't think that he would be here very long, like maybe one year max before he was either an OC somewhere else, or if Levy were to leave, I think that he'd be a candidate to be. Your OC heading into the SEC, I, that, I think that could always be the case. Maybe some truth to that. I don't know. Uh, we'll just have to see how it unfolds. Um, I think he's got to get here first before yeah, right, any of correct. that happens. And yes. you know, it wouldn't shock me if he, you know, also maybe wanted to take a year away, regroup, kind of uh, assess what's going on. 
you know, maybe look at some things with, with himself and, and his his offense and, and I don't know, take a year would wouldn't be necessarily a horrible thing. Yeah, maybe so. Um by the way, before we get back to the text line, random observation. I did not know until today that Stanford does not believe in NIL or portal whatsoever. I, I could have guessed that, but we don't talk a whole lot about Stanford. But their new head coach basically had to essentially pledge when he took the job. Yeah, NIL or portal is not going to be a big, big part for us. Right. I understand that. Well. Kind of tough to get accepted there. That's interesting. Like a 4% acceptance rate there. I got to tell you um, – Portal is going to be a big deal for them, whether they want to admit it or not. Uh, they want to be competitive. Well, there's going to be guys transferring out of there. Well, uh, well you've got Walter Rouse, who may be a starter for you next year. That's exactly what I'm saying. Is like, I know you can maybe say on your end that you're not going to be accepting any transfers, but I, that's that's not a very promising way to to compete considering – like anyone on your roster at any time can bail and go somewhere else, and you are going to totally refuse to partake and, and have a chance to, you know, to sign top flight guys that maybe want to come there and go to school there. I, I, that seems, uh, seems short sighted, but. 405 wouldn't be the worst move for Seth Latrell to come on staff and wait for Levy to get a head coaching job and become OC. Greener grass ahead from OU over North Texas. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Jimmy, his dad, titles in seventy four and seventy five. Yeah, I thought I thought he was uh, at least on one of those teams for sure. Fullback. Uh, fun fact: Jimmy Latrell never had a rush that went for negative yards at the University of Oklahoma. Huh. Well, how many rushes did he have? Do you know offhand? Like two hundred and eighty seven. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, no, I don't I don't know, oh, okay. honestly. Maybe well, I was about to say, that's pretty three. good. Maybe it was three. Um yeah. Interesting. Is it Seth Latrell four years older than Teddy? Correct. Yeah, he was a senior when I was a freshman. Like whatever that is. Four years, three years, somewhere in there. They accepted Pat Fields, talking about Stanford. Yeah, Pat Fields was a like an honor student, right? Yes. Did he play? Pat Fields played at Stanford last year. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how much. I did not keep track of Stanford. I was really hoping that they would beat USC early in the year. That didn't happen. And then my interest fell off significantly for the Cardinal after that. I wonder if I wonder if that means like um like maybe graduate transfers they're still gonna accept. Maybe this is just other portal guys. Yeah. I don't know. I believe Joe John would be first in line for the OC once Levy leaves. Unless Joe John were to leave with Lebby, yeah, because that's kind of the thing. I, I, I wouldn't. I don't think Lebby's going to leave unless he takes a head coaching job. So, yeah, you may be right on that. I can't say whether he would be or not. I have no idea who's in line for anything, and I don't even necessarily know that there's a line that exists. Well, you at this just point. said you think Lebby only leaves for a head coaching job. I think he's already proven that. If you turn down Saban multiple times. If you turn down Georgia, if you turn down some other opportunities that are there, like what's the OC job that you would leave for if those two weren't the destination? Like he, he showed us this offseason. It's head coaching job or, or bust. Dallas Cowboys? Well, I, the, you can be the scapegoat and they'll fire you like <laughs> Kellen Moore. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes that, being fired is the best thing in, in and football. And he ended up with a better quarterback and in a better, better situation did Kellen Moore. So yeah. There you go. 
All right, quick timeout. Final segment of The Rush coming up next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Listen up, folks. Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman is ready to hire you. The construction is starting on our new service facility, so 